Pickaxe. Oh, man. Okay, everybody, tighten your buttholes. So, you guys know the drill. Let's go Make around sure the room. our bodies are ready. Possibly for the last time, now that, I mean, you never know. So, put some, put some effort into it and introduce yourselves. Let's start with Danielle this time. My name is Danielle. I play Trixie the Drow Assassin. And Megan. Um, I'm Tala, and the Razor Claw Shifter and I'd like to not die today. And Brian. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm the Molar Mule uh, Rune Priest, and I also would like not like to die today. <laughs> and Alana. <laughs> she already She's died. died. She's like, don't here. say my name. They can't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them I'm here. Tyson, I guess muted. you'll go. You're muted. Oh, sorry. Don't I have like some elven invisibility? Kind of. <laughs> oh, I'm too cute to die. <laughs> no one is too cute to die. Shane proved that. <laughs> Did we want to start that from the top? No. Um, he did. I, it wasn't with malice. It's. I, I, it was self defense. She was. She. She died too. If it's like. Uh, Tyson. Hey, I'm Tyson. I play Galford, the gnome warlock, and I'm cute, but I might die. <laughs> Tyson may be too cute to die. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to say. Uh, Alana, you want to try it one more time? Do I want... Okay, hi, hi. I'm Varanith, and I'm an elf, and I don't want to die today. Well, Danielle's the only one who said she didn't want to die, so... Yeah, I'm the only one going into this with the level head that I'm not going to die. I won't let it happen. (laughs) I was going to say, don't be so defeatist. I'm going to run around like a puff of smoke and just start throwing, you know, things at him, and hopefully one of them will hit him. I like that plan. Do that. (laughs) Well, we, I had this grand scheme because, you know, my husband wakes me up at 3 o'clock in the morning to fill his water and I can't go back to sleep. And I was thinking about how we're going to take this guy down and then all my ideas got slashed this morning when I realized that I have a cloud that would put us in a... It, it, it covers a close burst 10, but everyone's blind till the end of the encounter. <laughs> I thought it would only blind him, but I thought it would give us enough time to heal. And then my other one is a close burst 1. Or five, and I'd have to get really close. And either way, it's not going to work. So I'll figure out something. Yeah, we, we'll, yeah, you'll figure it out. It'll be fine. So um, maybe I should explain why everyone is so on edge. Because uh, uh, let's go over what happened last time. So the last time we sat down, which was weeks ago, I may post these. Like <laughs> I may stagger them out a little bit. Um, uh, the last time we sat down. Uh, you guys were visited by House Darksbane, or some representatives from House Darksbane, uh, who informed you that you will die here. Uh, they were pretty adamant about it, actually. Uh, and it looks like they may be right, because uh, the very next time, uh, a few hours later, that you were scheduled to fight in the arena, uh, they had you go up against Katie and Syl, and uh, Shane died as a result. Uh, you also had to murder the the, the two closest things that you guys have had up until now as friends. Like, that that was the closest... You've, you've known them for almost two weeks, and, you know, you've, you've gotten to know them. 
Uh, and then directly after that fight, uh, the, the gates reopen and Valus comes stomping out. So you guys are hurt, and and Tala is very, very hurt. Uh, she is currently hovering around two hit points, and her leg is coated in arrows. So everyone roll initiative. 19. I don't wanna. 18. 19 and 18 so far. I got a 21. 19! Yes! Nice. Oh, shit. Valus rolled a 19. Valus hasn't rolled yet. Valus uh, has yet to roll. Tala has 19. And... Let's see here. Uh, Baranith rolled 11. 11. And... Trixie rolled a 21. And Valus rolls... 17. All right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. He's like... He's, he's next like, to last. Yeah, he's next to last. Moranith, you know... Very good. Trixie! He did not get off as badly as we thought. All right, um... Can I pop a healing surge and run away? <laughs> you sure can, if that's your opening gambit, yes. Okay, I do want to pop a healing surge to get my health up in case he decides to hit me. All right, that'll be your standard action. And then I can run six squares. So, actually, you know what? I'm just gonna. I won't run away. I'll stay here. I think I'm okay for now. Okay. And I'll just make my healing surge my first move, and that's it. All right, Galford, that brings us to you. Okay, I am. I'm at full hit points, and I can hit him from there with shadow claws. We'll see if that works. I'm kind of hoping he's. Uh, susceptible to colds. We'll see what happens there. I mean, if he turns around and nails me, um, at least I can fade away and maybe be invisible for a turn. So I think I'm going to try and take a shot at him with uh, Shadow Claws. Okay. So, I love you all. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) D20 plus 7. 16 against Fortitude. No. Okay. Afraid not, sir. That's a miss. Would you like to move? I would now like to. Um, <laughs> I would assume so, his fortitude's pretty high. So, Rikas, are we going in together, or what are we going to do? Should I back uh, up towards you against the wall? I'd like to be away from a pit. I don't want to be pulled well, the into only a pit. Thing is, yeah, because the only thing I was thinking about is if Granith was going to use whatever the thing was to add to our AC, if we probably want to convene near her in the beginning, and then... I mean, we can obviously... We'll have to have Tala move. She she needs to move, like, yesterday. Um, <laughs> and um, just, yeah. so, just so she can pop a healing surge and, like, four more. Um, it's up to you. Okay, I and was... Baranith is last for initiative. Um, I'm going to assume Baranith... I, I may be making a wrong sub- assumption, but I'm going to assume she's probably going to use the, the AC bump for us I'm uh, we gotta heal we gotta I, heal Tala I believe we have that's to heal Tala first like we gotta prioritize that <laughs> yeah um and I'm well, also well Brennan you need to heal too because if you're gonna end up healing us later you're still you're almost at your halfway point yeah like I'm near bloodied right now so my plan for my next turn my speed is six so I'm gonna be moving somewhere around here because I do not want to be anywhere near a pit use, use your finger um, 
Use your finger. Sorry, do I have... I'm using it, do we not? Oh, yeah, there it click. is. Yeah. yeah, you click in and it'll show There you. it is. Um, my little blue hand. Um, so I'm going to be moving over here and popping a surge. So, I mean, on my next turn, I can okay. uh, work my magic, but um, that's going to be my priority is moving over in this direction because I don't want to be near a pit. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I can very quickly get over there. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I'll move over there and just be a meat shield. Mm. Okay, okay, I'm going to move outside of... I still have okay. to here, so I'm going to move outside. Wait, if, if I stay where I'm at, does that mean I'm going to be outside of your burst, or no? Um, oh, crap, sorry. I think you're going to be outside. Yeah, because uh, I've got something that's a five. Yeah, I think uh, most of your stuff is close burst like that. Yeah, I've got... Okay, so what... Uh, I've got close blast five. If it hits, um, I can knock him prone, but I don't want to get that close. But I can give you resist five to damage until the end of my next turn. Let's um, all head towards Rikus and uh, just maybe see what he does with his first turn. Because you're the only one <laughs> that's going to be moving after him, right, Alana? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, so Galford moved, so that will bring it up to Tala. Um, let's set the stage for people who can't see this this board at home, just to just to kind of you know. So uh, right now, you guys are still in the arena. Uh, this arena is this huge battlescape. Um, in the arena, what they've done uh, before this particular fight is come out and remove all the plates that would be uh, covering these large holes. These things are huge too, by the way. Uh, if you remember, they link up with the pits beneath, and it's pretty much just holes that lead to this kind of sewer-esque uh, place. And falling in them means almost certain death. Uh, you guys are kind of fanned out. Um, um, Valis is is stationed by the gate. He had just walked in, and you guys are kind of fanned out uh, uh, just to the... Uh, to the, to the left of the board here. So, uh, Tala, go ahead. Um, I'm confused. Are we convening towards that corner Varenith was talking about, or are we convening towards Rikus now? Rikus, um, no? I think uh, we're going towards Rikus. Rikus now? Yeah, I think we were going to move towards me and just kind of see in... Uh, this direction. Yeah. Okay. One, two, just, three, We were just going to kind of see what Valis does on that six, first turn. Seven... So there's my seven move, and I believe I can still pop a healing surge. Yes, you absolutely yes, can. I will do that then. Well, then that's probably a good idea. <laughs> Popping a healing surge. Healing surge. Uh, you are up to eleven hit points, and you have. Ooh. Let's see how many. You have seven surges remaining. So. <clears throat> All right, Rikus, your turn. Okay. So I'm gonna move um, like just two spots, uh, just a square away from Galford, and then let me read really quick. Um, this really wouldn't help Galford, but how many uh, healing surges do I actually have left? Do I still do I have nine? Let's see, status. You have nine. Yes. Um, you didn't use any in the last fight. Yeah, because I wasn't touched. Um, 
So if I use uh, uh, Shield of Sacrifice and sacrifice one of my healing surges to give Tala, um, its target loses a healing surge, one or two allies, and Galford's at full health. But one or two uh, allies within five squares of the target regain hit points as if they had spent a healing surge. The target and each ally who regained hit points gain a plus five power bonus to AC until the end of their next turn. Um, mm-hmm. What would I've never that actually been able? You're spending a healing surge. You're spending a healing, sur- a healing surge, and then Tala would regain nine hit points as if she spent one. Um, she would also get a plus five bonus to her AC until the end of your next turn. Uh, we would we would both get the the target and each ally who regained hit points gain a plus five power. Yeah, but you're bonus. not regaining any hit points because you're. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, I was doing okay. this more for um, Tala. Rikus, if you move a couple squares closer, I can get that too. Ooh. Yeah, good point. Probably a good idea to keep that healer alive. Yep. Yeah. So I'll move no, why would we want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so um, We don't want to live. I didn't even think about that. Um, it, so I'm going to move those final two spots that I had I available and then use uh, the Shield of Sacrifice. All right, let me check that off. So, <clears throat> Tal is going to regain nine hit points here. But it doesn't take out of her... Takes out of my healing. Uh, takes group. out of yours. Yep. So I'm adjusting that now. My big meat of a man doesn't need that many healing surges. I hope. <laughs> I could be counting my chickens before they hatch, though. And your healing surges, they're worth eight. So you regain eight hit points. And remember, <laughs> you both have plus five to your AC until the end Excellent. of. Yeah. That's so, end of the encounter, end of Rikus' no, next turn. End of Rikus' next turn. <laughs> end yeah, of well, encounter would be encounter. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. So that'll give Baranath a 23 AC and Tala also a 23 AC. Oh, I, I'm going to be a happy camper until the end of his next turn. Yeah. Well, it's good because I'm right, as it is right now, I'm almost the closest to him. <laughs> You're also standing next to a pit. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep, you may want to mind the pits. Yeah. Uh, and if he fires off like special beam cannon or something, you'll just go straight backwards. <laughs> special <into the> <laughs> beam cannon. But I mean, hopefully, I have plus five to that AC, so uh, fingers crossed. Valus would totally have Gallic gun. Come on, that's yes. Ah, yeah. Um, nerd references. Uh, <laughs> Regis, are you done? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's Valus's turn. Uh, Valus. <clears throat> Let me make sure that this is... Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> Valus chokes on a mint and dies. <laughs> yes! <laughs> His special pregame mint that he always... Ceremonial. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, Valus is going to burst into flame and vanish. Cool, we won. And then reappear uh, in another oh. burst of flame, right in front of Baranath. Powers. <clears throat> and uh, do you remember in the last session at the end, I was telling you about this large chain weapon he has. Um, yes. So he he kind of pulls this up, 
and starts swinging it around his head again in these big, like these these almost uh, show-offy like swings. Uh, at the end of this thing is the closest thing I could tell you is it's basically a bear, a trap. bear trap. Yes, it's it's like a bear trap, and you can guess what this is for. Uh, and oh, he's geez. gonna. <laughs> He's going to whip this around and around, and uh, he's going to get ready and swing at Trixie. Dude! <laughs> I don't think if this was real life, that would be your reaction. I think it would be more of in the avenue of son of a bitch. Oh, there'd be a lot more words. My vocabulary is very big for how I could, you know, insult <laughs> My him. very big. Crit miss. Yay, oh. you're an idiot! Oh. Take that, you flaming <laughs> He can still hear you. <laughs> uh, Brent, it's your turn. In, in way of my shadow darts, so... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, look, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move. If you want to even get behind me, that's fine, because if he does hit me, um, I can still use fade away, at least I'm invisible until the next... That's a free action, I can do it every time, so I'm hoping if he does keep pounding on me, it's only once every second turn, basically. <laughs> Um, okay, so there's that, and, uh, I should probably pop a Surge. Hello? Mm-hmm. You do want to, okay, I'm just making sure that you said probably, I don't want to do it. In- Sorry, yes, uh, yes. All um. right, so you are using up a Surge, and you are at full health, 32 hit points. Yep. Woo! Um... If you I got think... something to to heal Tala now too, because the, the healing uh, surge is minor actually. Well, yeah, what are Tala? What are you at? Um, I'm at twenty. 20. I'm I'm going to use my healing word. Okay, that's one. You get two of those per encounter. So healing word. I'm going to use uh, for Tala. So it's minor action, close burst five. Uh, you or one ally in the burst effect target spend a healing surge and regain 1d6 additional hit points. Do I have to roll that d6? Yes. Okay, there it is. Three. Three. Six. So... Roll, roll a d6. <laughs> One, two, three. You're going to regain 12 hit points, Tala, and go up to 32. Woo! See who says we need to rest? Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're all done, Baranath. That's pretty much everything you can do. Yeah, yeah. Trixie, it's on you again. All right, I'm going to go ahead and use my shadow darts since he's close enough. Okay. It's a d20 plus 7. Okay. Let's hope that the dice don't hate me. 18? Uh, what's that again? Dexterity versus reflex. That'll hit his reflex. Nice. Yes. Okay, so it says I need to make three attack rolls. Yes. If any of them hit, resolve them as a single hit. So make two more attack rolls. 26 will hit. 20 will hit. All three hit. Nice. Yay! Woo! All right, so if any of them hit... what are we hitting? Bells. No, no, what is... Smarty pants. Um... Trixie has decided to side with Valis in an attempt to not die. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, no, like, are, are, are we hitting... Reflex. Uh, reflex, thank you. Okay. And then it says I need to do... Hit 1d8 cold damage if one of the attacks rolls hit. 2d8 cold damage if two... And all three of them hit. So I, just, I do 3d8. Three three, three yep. Nice job, Trixie. 
Thank you. Do I need? Do I do it? Is it, is it a D eight plus one for each die, or just three D eight plus one? Uh, I think it's three D eight plus one. Okay. Because it doesn't mention the plus gets higher. Nine. Wow. Okay. Oh, one, two, and five. Well, well, you did nine. That's sad day. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, so you riddle riddle his side with just these these nasty darts up the side, just just instantly. You bitch! Like he's kind of pissed about that. Like not happy. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> uh, considering he swung at you and missed, and you swung at him and hit him three times, technically, that's. Uh, do you want to move? Slap. <laughs> <laughs> um. Come around the back of the pit. <laughs> Meet us. In yeah, the back. I'll, I'll run away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. Nope. You know, maybe come into us, and, and if we can burst off some stuff, maybe we need to get you closer because he can teleport, anyways, right? Like he teleported what, like five squares or six squares? Mm-hmm. So he could come right at you across the pit. You might even be better to be closer to us if there's other buffers we can add to each other. I say we just go with the Mighty Ducks philosophy, so and we just should I... the <laughs> Should I be here or should I be up one? Um, I. Maybe be up one. I'd be away from the pit. I mean, because I think he can probably pull you into a pit with the bear trap, not push you into the pit with it. Okay, so I'm standing in front of Rikus. All righty. Galford, your turn. Okay. um, And he is how far away from me? He is six. I can't hit him with fascinating shadows. Um, Now, with my lure of loyalty... Uh, it's uh, it's ranged five, so he's still too far. Damn it! Okay, I was gonna say I was maybe gonna try and pull him into a pit. <laughs> um, you know what? I murder people quite consistently with shadow claws. I'm gonna keep it up here. Um, I might want to move to do it though. Hang on. So, and this is a range ten. So let's go right there. Everybody's all quiet. <laughs> waiting to see. <laughs> We're waiting. I'm praying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm planning out my next move. Okay, so Galford's eyes sort of glow white, and he tees up the Shadow Claws. 25. 25 will hit. Fortitude. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if he moves during his next turn, it takes uh, plus, he takes plus four damage. Cold right. damage. Okay, and... 1d10 plus 6 damage. 8. 8. Alright. 8 damage. Uh, Tally, your turn. 8 damage against his 500 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> That's... 500's a bit of an exaggeration. Come on. Like 499. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> uh, Tally, your turn. Uh, remember, some of you have second wind. In fact, all of you, I think, have second wind. Yeah, What's I, second I, I wind? Like, have I never explained second wind? You've never no? explained second yeah. wind. I was reading about it, but you've never explained second wind. Well, let me tell you about second wind. Second wind is uh, a minor action in, in combat. You get to instantly spend a healing surge. You get one of these. It's like your action point. Um, you instantly pop a surge, and your AC goes up by two until the end of your next turn. Cool. That's Does kind Shane of your... want to slap you for him not telling him that last time? That would not have helped him last time. 
I don't think, yeah, that would not have oh, helped him. We were never told about this. Yeah, ar- arrow <laughs> through the left ventricle kind of took care of that. <laughs> um, it is my turn, though. It so is your what turn. I'm what I'm doing is I'm moving some over here. I'm going to use call lightning. Okay. So let me get my d20. <laughs> see how let's see how this works out. Eighteen versus reflex. That'll hit. Yes. This is good news. Good news. I like this very much. Um, it's four. I get the d8 there. What do I roll for damage? Another nine damage. Okay. And that does an aura too, I believe, right? A- AOE, I believe. Yeah, burst 10. Whoa, and he no. gets it when in the zone, any enemy takes negative two penalty to attack rolls, and any enemy that leaves the zone takes five thunder damage. Wait, 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 wait. That cannot be a burst 10. Burst no, one with actually, ten squares. Burst one with ten squares. Okay, that makes sense. So where would you like to put it? Which which square here? Um, put it. Well, it's just him, it's, pretty much, I guess. Yeah, I was just put it like right on top of him. Much. Move it, move it back one. Back if you leave one. The zone. Yeah, yeah leave back the zone. one. Might as well yeah. back one here. So if he leaves the zone, he takes what five thunder damage? He'll take five thunder damage. Okay, if he moves, he takes four cold damage. Let's remember that. If he moves, he takes nine damage. Okay. And call lightning has been used. And Rikus, you're up. Uh, okay. So I've been reading up on some of my attacks that I haven't ever used outside of the fact that I've been addicted to that basic melee attack. Um, and because I'm not the uh, smartest cookie in the jar, um, let me just make sure. One, two, three, four, five... Um, I'm going to move up right in front of his face um, and use Executioner's Call. Okay. Um, which uh, you may have to help me out on this just because I haven't sure. ever used this one and I want to make sure I'm not going to completely screw it up. Uh, we were talking before we started recording. Do I have Ruin of Destruction or Ruin of Protection? I believe it's something you just get to pick based on the attack. Just you get to pick. You know, oh, Nice. <laughs> that is nice. Um, so, uh, I don't know which one. Both of them, uh, both of them would be really nice. Um, I think probably it's going to be the Ruin of Protection, which... Uh, well, let me do the D20 uh, plus 9 first. Okay. 18. Against. That's his AC. That will miss. Oh, I knew that was going to miss. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that didn't go as hot as I thought it would. But I mean, you're uh, right next to him for the next turn. That's I mean, that's the that's yeah. What you look at. <laughs> sure. Are you done, Rikus? Uh, sure. Yeah. Valis's turn. Ow. I was going to say the one thing, Brian, is we kind of wanted him to move because if he moved out of that zone he would have taken nine damage. So by moving up to him, now you're locked in with him. He might just take a swing straight at your face and not move and not take any damage from the other two effects. Oh, I, I know he'll take a swing at my face. I didn't yeah. think this through. I assumed I was actually going to, because the last couple rolls I've had have been favorable, so I assumed I was going to hit him in the face, and apparently I missed his entire body. Did you have, do you have anything that pushes him back? 
like you can if you hit someone you push them back a certain number of squares because if you do eventually get to swing in his face and knock him out of this zone that might help us yeah i'll look at it go ahead jason mm -hmm. okay sorry guys no no problem just talk talking strategy <laughs> uh he is going to use the blade of avernus uh so uh for a moment he just unsheathes his sword uh, and he's going to take a roll at Cook's here. 25! Uh, so that'll hit. And that is a 2d10 plus 4. 11, 11 damage. Could be worse. I could be dead. So, could be worse. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was fully expecting, like, 75 damage! And you've been dead for 12 years now. Like You didn't even know. So, yeah. Your headstone will just say, you suck. <laughs> uh, he's also going to burst into flame. Uh, so, uh, Rika's is going to take another five damage. Oh, yummy. <coughs> Dick. <clears throat> and he's going to appear here, and that means Valis takes... Nine damage. Nine damage, yes. Ah! Hey, so, so, Jackass! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Rikus... Uh, Rikus took his damage. Uh, Valus reappears on the other side, and that means Baranith is going to take five damage uh, because of the the burst of flame that appears in in the spot, and they're both adjacent to it. And Trixie's also going to take five damage. Prick. Okay, and Baranith, your turn. Okay, so I'm going to. Okay, so I want to use my. No, I'm going to move. I'm going to use my Shield of Faith. Thank you. That is a close burst 5. You and each ally in the burst. Uh, plus 2 power bonus to AC until the end of the encounter. That's um, all of us. Also going to... Um, now, do you guys want me to use like an attack roll to try to get damage? Because I have a power called Astral Seal. It's Wisdom versus Reflex. Um, he, if I hit, he would take a minus two penalty to all defenses until the end of my next turn. The next ally who hits him before the end of my next turn regains hit points equal to two plus my charisma modifier. Um, and his reflex, like he was hit by, um, 18 for reflex, uh, when, when someone hit him. So I'm, do you guys think I should do that or should I go for damage? Uh... That's tough because I actually like. I think we need to be trying to target the the everything besides AC. I can't target anything but AC. <laughs> but uh, going after those ones that we know are he's weak. I think he, his reflexes are probably slower than like a sleeping grandfather. So well, we, like we can him, we can reduce him. all defenses. Like I could re like reduce him minus two to all defenses until the end of my next turn. Um, and I can give someone, like, I can give someone some hit points. Which that would also help all of our attacks. Yeah, like, I can, I can give, uh, well, that, oh, sorry, the ally who hits him before the end of my next turn. I don't know if that only happens once or every time. It's only, no, until the end of your next, it's only until the end of your next turn, and that's assuming that the ally that attacks him actually hits him, has to land No, but him. I'm saying that, like, if, if everyone gets a turn before him, because he goes right before me, so there's the rest of you who have an opportunity to hit him, so I don't know if all four of you hit him before my next turn, if each of you regain hit points 
Yes. With yeah. that. Yeah, it says yes? next okay. alley, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oodles, next alley hits it for the air next turn. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, it's only one. It's the yeah, next Yeah, it is alley. one. Okay. Okay. Um, so, okay, so let's go ahead and I'll, I'll roll my astral seal, and that is d20 plus 9, and that's 25. That'll hit his reflex, eh? Yes, it will. Darn we right it him, will. We hit him twice on reflex with 18s. So his reflex is 18 or lower. Less. Um, and can I move? Uh, did you move to go there? I did. I just won. Yeah, that's a move. <laughs> Let me move a little more. Don't use pouty voice. That's not going to work. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you already kind of moved a little. And if you moved again, then he would get an opportunity attack anyway, so... Okay, let's not provoke the beast. You don't want to do that. Um, so Astro Seal, uh, let me read that just to make sure... Uh, that everyone understands at home. Until the end of your next turn, the target takes a negative two penalty to all defenses. The next ally who hits it before the end of your next turn regains hit points equal to two plus your charisma modifier. And your charisma is... Uh, My modifier is two. two. Yeah, so yeah. four. Four hit points is four hit points. Might save your yeah. life. Uh, so right now, all of Alice's uh, defenses have been cut by two until the end of your next turn. Mm-hmm. And... Trixie, your turn. Alright, um, I'm going to just use my Shadow Storm. You can flank him with Baranith if you move Shift 1, right? Okay, yeah, I will do that. I will move down here so we're flanking, and I'll still use my Shadow Storm. It's a D20 plus 10 Dexterity versus AC. Okay. 18. Versus AC? Yeah. And then a plus. Uh, that'll hit. What is it? Yay. That'll hit because his uh, his his stuff's been reduced by two. Okay, so then that would be one d ten plus six. Seven. Okay, he takes seven damage. You get four health. Yay! All right. <laughs> you guys are doing very well so far, and you were so defeatist before we started this. I was not. I can do this. <laughs> uh, I was. Galford, your turn. Okay. Sorry, I was just talking some strategy here with my boy Rikus. Um <laughs> You know, I know it seems kind of cliche, but I've got such good range on the Shadow Claws, and then if he moves again, he takes more damage, so that makes more sense instead of me trying to get in really close and hit him with a you know, blast two or blast five, so sadly, it's Shadow Claws again. Eight. That would suck. That's a crit miss. That's a crit miss. miss. (laughs) Would you like to move? (laughs) Um, uh, Rikus, your um, blast that you're considering using is a blast sorry, burst three? Yeah. One... So I would have to get one, two, three. And, I would and, have to go there. I was going right? to say, and then the, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. If you're going to use something when there and then there's an advantage, I might as well try and get in there because he can teleport anyways. So um, I don't have to be worried about staying outside of a certain range of him. I'd rather still have line of sight and get any type of buffer you can hit me with. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm good. Uh, Tally, your turn. Okay, um, in this case, I'm going to use Flame Seed. 
And that's against Reflex. 17. 17 will hit. Fantastic. Uh, D6 plus 1, and that area now becomes a fiery zone. Um, damn, only 2 damage. Sad two face, damage. but oh well. Alright, so this fiery zone, let's, let's, let's find out a little more about that. Um, uh, any enemy that enters the zone or starts its turn there takes fire damage equal to my whiz modifier. And the zone is a burst one, I'm guessing? I'm assuming, yes. Like I said, oh, I can that only one. assume. Since it, it says adjacent. Certain, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking that one square is. Yeah. So, nope. That's not what I wanted. I totally misclicked. There we go. There. So, uh, remember that. And it is Rikus's turn. Okay. Um, I'm just, yeah. I, I, I'm just strategizing. Um, Rikus is gonna move up. That's one, two. God, I hope I'm not screwing this up. Uh, um, and then... Should I move back? Nope. Um, so You're trying to use a blast three, right? Yeah. You don't need to be adjacent to him to use a blast, you know. Okay. Just letting you know. Is he resistant to fire? <sighs> I would assume he's resistant to fire. <laughs> okay. Um, in that case... Oh, crap. I'm just going to... Sorry, I keep bouncing back and forth. I'm just going to move up right next to him, right behind him. And uh, uh, since it's an encounter, I'm going to give the executioner's call again a shot. Um, well, That's an encounter. Oh, You've used shoot. it. Yeah, never mind. I was going to say, you just uh, gave me a reason not to have you use that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had this whole strategy in my head. So I'll just use, use uh, flames of purity, hey? Mm-hmm. I can. Yeah, we'll give that a shot. I know I, I had a full strategy in my head, and now it's lost. But we'll use uh, uh, flames of purity um, with. Well, I'll just roll first. Okay. Twenty-two DM, against the base. Twenty-two will hit. Are they in the uh, blast to get the buffer? Like, though? are we in the blast to get? Well, the... I would. Close range three. It's each enemy in the blast, and then, uh... No, they would not be in the blast. Because it's coming out from a corner of you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you're picking a corner, and, like, that, like, okay. Uh, let me give you an option. So, like, if you're firing it back here, uh, you, you're picking a corner, and it goes out from that corner. So, like, that. Like, it's coming out from you like that. Like, if you were shooting it out of your right ear, it would go like that. Right. Sorry, Brian, I was trying to figure out exactly how you are going to hit that before you rolled. Uh, no, that's no problem. You uh, still hit him. Yeah, yeah. that's... I and mean, you still, like, well, you, you can, can hit give it, Baranith or Trixie. Yeah. Yes. Because you can blast into this square here, um, and then that would give Baranith three hit points, and... Yeah, because you saw what, I w- what ruin I was going to use, so um, I'll do the... the uh, 1d 10 plus 8 so this is fire damage 15 mm-hmm. okay he's going to resist 10 of that 
So he's going to take five damage. Yeah. And the brand uh, that rune of protection. Uh, rune of protection. Each ally in the blast gains three hit points. So Baranith's going to get three whole hit points. Are you done, sir? Yes, sir. Thank it you. is. It is Valus's turn. Okay. Uh, he is going to. He's going to take his blade of Avernus and spin around and make three separate attacks here. No. <laughs> uh, so what's going to happen is that that is D twenty plus nine. I'm going to start with Trixie. Eleven. That's going to miss. Rikus. Twelve. That's going to miss. Baranith. Twenty six. Oh God. Oh God. Hey, I gave you the Give you the three hit points for a reason. And I might I might lose them all right now. <laughs> That's 16 damage. So he's going to whip around and miss Trixie, Rikus, and he's going to get to Baranith and hesitate. Instead of bringing his sword down to just clip her, he's going to hesitate. And then he seems to catch himself. I'm going to pop an action point for Valus. And use something called Brutal Kick. Uh, and he seems to just he catches himself, takes a deep breath and is just angry that he didn't hit you and he's going to turn around and kick at Trixie what? (laughs) you're pissed off because you love Brandon so you kick me asshole down into the pit (laughs) 11, crit (gasps) miss oh Oh, crit miss oh you guys get away from that pit Brandon your turn Oh my gosh! Um. Hey, let's get away from the fucking pit. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Um. Oh my gosh. Um. So he he lunges forward at Trixie and just misses, and his foot kind of hovers over this pit for a second, and he brings it back. So you guys are dangling precariously. Well, Trixie's dangling precariously next to this this huge pit. And I wasn't smart enough to just kind of like push him over, anyways. <laughs> I think it's a heat of the moment thing. It's like, oh, I almost fell in this pit. Like, you just, you know, yeah. <laughs> now, and he still has minus two to his, uh, to everything, right? Until the end of Baranith's turn? Till the end of her turn right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Okay, if I'm going to use... you sing him, a, uh, sing him a nice song, and maybe he'll just be like, oh, that's so lovely, and he'll get lost in it and fall into the pit. Oh, God, oh, God. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm I'm in position for melee, so it'd be foolish of me not to use melee. Um, okay, so I'll use my singing strike. Um, before and uh, the, the the offer always stands for singing strike. If you actually sing something, I'll give you a plus two to that roll. Oh always my god! And forever. I'm just throwing it out there. Always <laughs> and forever. Because that's just uh, Jason awesome. likes watching or listening to everyone else fold <laughs> themselves. That's so not true. Like... <laughs> I'm thinking of the listener. I'm just <laughs> and you guys. <laughs> hey, Baranith. Hey. If you really don't want to like hurt him, hurt him. You could use moment of glory and push him back three that's squares. What I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then he goes into the pit. 
Does he take me with him if he scoots Yeah, back? I was going to say, isn't Trixie in the way of that? She sure is, but... No, uh, don't push him in the pit. I don't want to... Uh, well, wanna... technically, <laughs> you should get a reflex save for that sort of thing. Yes, you have an opportunity to save, yes. That's if and if I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, if she doesn't, like... I can oh. just knock Trixie off. He'll die at some point. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm going to stick with Singing Strike. Your reflex is pretty high, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the dice hate me. I'll try. I mean, if you want to do it, by all means, I'll try. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. We got some pretty bumping, PM, uh... Am I reading this correctly? Like, if I hit, if I push him back, it's my target. I push my target back three squares. If she's in the way, is she going to go down? Uh, in this case, like this big hulking guy, like, he's going to get, like, you're shoving him. And she's right in the way of that. So they'll both make a reflex check against uh-huh. the pit. He's going he's gonna to be pushed either way. But uh, they're both going to get an opportunity to grab onto the ledge at the last second. And, you know. We also have to look at the fact that even if he gets pushed down there, like, uh, he may not die. He'll get severely hurt, more than likely, assuming he gets pushed down there. He may not die, and we'll probably still have to deal with somebody for us with the fact that we're not following the rules. But also, Valis isn't one of those rules. people that we actually want to fight. So They put us in here to kill each other. The well, pits re- are there for a reason. I realize that, but the pi- but they wouldn't leave the pits open unless it was supposed to be an option we could push people into the pit. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a like a tension moment. You know. They're, they're totally there to... yeah, Totally up to you. It's a big decision. And Brandon, there's some pretty bumping songs in the chat here too. <laughs> I know. Right now, right now, I'm thinking Joan Jets. I hate myself for loving you. Um. <laughs> your position right now is that you have an opportunity to to drastically reduce the chances someone else gets hurt in this fight by cutting it short right now. The problem is, you may end up sacrificing a teammate to do that. I just and I don't I don't want to do that. Okay, um, I'm going to use my singing strike. Okay. D20 plus ten. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Twenty eight will hit. Yes, it will. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> um, just going to roll damage, which is D8 plus six. Thirteen damage. Oh. So, uh, he's facing Trixie right now, and you crack the. You crack the the blunt end of your staff on the back of his no- this is noggin here, oh, and gosh. he just can oh, like he just reflexively like you see his head go down into kind of his shoulders. Uh, do you want to move at all? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, you only um. get to shift. Okay. Okay. He also takes a minus two penalty to attack rolls until the end of your next turn. So good, good job there. You put that back on him. Yep. Yeah. Oh gosh. And I'm just like and I just look at him and I'm just I'm I'm just like tears welling in me and I'm just I just have this look of I'm sorry. I just I really don't want to be doing this, but I Oh my gosh. And Galford's going, Get out of my way from behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh Trixie, your turn. You block um, my line of sight. I, I do want to move and just uh, shift up to here. Okay. So if someone does knock him into the pit, he doesn't take me with him. Um, <laughs> Plus two for flanking. 
Yes. Plus you get a two. Yep. Plus two for flanking. Um, negative two to him. And the. I believe that's an. Is it a negative two to AC or negative two to attack rolls? Uh oh, negative two to attack rolls. Attack, attack rolls. Yeah. yeah. So that his his uh his defenses are back where they were. Right. Okay, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find something that's decent to hit him. This is not fun. I'm scared. <laughs> He's um like it looks like. I'm unless somebody else caught something else uh, earlier. Like 18 hits his reflexes. AC is only 20. That's so, what I'm thinking too. I can yeah. neither Trust confirm nor deny. Yeah. Okay, and but like he's and like DM, he's not even bloodied right, right, right. now. Hey, right. Because I think if I've counted correctly, he's taken like 55 hits. Like, like we've hit him for 55 damage already. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, sorry, no, I'm not. I'm not asking for confirmation on that. No, no, no. Well, unless like, he has damage reductions, in which case he's been taking less damage. The fire. We don't know if he takes damage reductions. Oh, we're not allowed to use math. You all pick five psychic damage. <laughs> no counting cards. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna use my daily. Okay. Which one? I, uh, the terrifying visage. It says fear implement psychic shadow standard action close blast five. One creature adjacent to you in the blast. Uh, it's a dexterity versus will. Okay. And then if I hit, it's a two d eight plus dexterity modifier psychic damage, and the primary target is immobilized. Okay. If I miss, it's half damage, and the primary target is immobilized until the end of your next turn. Okay. So to D twenty, D twenty plus seven. Hope this hits. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Twenty three. Against willpower. Yeah. That'll hit. Yes. Okay. So then I do a two D eight plus six. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Two things are about to happen. Uh, one. Uh, firstly, let me give him his 16 damage. It also says effect. If I, oh, let's see, effect make a secondary attack again. Oh, that's a secondary target. When I was reading that earlier, I don't have a secondary target. Okay, uh, he is now immobilized, which means he can't he can't move. He can still attack, but he can't move. Okay. Now, is that the end of your turn? Um. This is reactionary before you move or anything like that. So let me let me get this out of the way. Uh, first of all, he's going to turn into a being of living flame. What? And that lasts as long as he's immobilized. So he is on fire right now. He is fire. Uh, as a result of that, both Trixie and Rikus are going to take five damage. Sorry. <laughs> because they are standing that close to him. Fine, I need to pop a healing surge anyway here soon. And uh, Valus is going to use Infernal Wrath, which is an encounter power. Uh, as a result of you hitting him, you're going to take 1d6 plus 7 damage. Okay. <laughs> nine. So Trixie takes take, nine. Um, oh, that doesn't. That wasn't an attack roll. That wasn't. One, an attack not an, it's right, just right, reactionary. Right, right, right. He just only reaction. gets to do that yep. once per once per fight. So that's out of the way. And now Trixie, do you want to move or anything like that? Um, 
So you hit him, and almost instinctively he hits you with this this fire power. Can I use a healing surge? That would be your standard that you already attacked, so no. Oh, okay. Um, I will... Do you want to try your shade form, maybe? I was looking at that. I'd... Does he get an opportunity attack, though? Let me see here. Shade forms. Encounter minor action. <clears throat> you assume a shadowy form that lasts until you make an attack roll or until the end of your next turn. While in this form, you are insubstantial, and you gain uh, vulnerable 5 radiant. Uh, in addition, you make a stealth check to become hidden if you have any cover or concealment, uh, and if you can use cover granted by your allies both uh, to become hidden and remain hidden. So, you would be... The only thing that you would get from that is you'd be, like, insubstantial. Like, you can't... You take half damage when you're insubstantial. Okay, well... Can I at least shift back one, and that way I'm not getting the fire damage next time? You sure can. Okay, I scoot back one. Good call, good call. All right. And that'll wrap up your turn, right? Yes, sir. That brings up Galford. Uh, a question. If I have an effect that pulls him, can I pull him while he's in his flame form? Because he's still flamey, right? You can pull him? Uh, yeah, you can pull him. I can pull him. Okay. Yeah. Um, does gravity affect it? Is he floating in the air like, ooh, I'm a flame? Or, or no. will, will he fall in the pit? Gravity affects him. All right. Uh, I'm going to try something ambitious, but we'll see what happens. Um... I will move one, two, three, four, five. Then I'll do a second move action. One, two, three, four. So that makes me one, two, three, four. Okay, I'm still within five squares of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will pop my action point and use Lure of Loyalty. Encounter power. Standard action, ranged five. Charisma versus will. Hit, you pull the target up to four squares to a square adjacent to you. And the first time an enemy attacks you before the end of your next turn, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, the idea is I want to send him to his doom down the pit. Okay. All right. <laughs> you're it like, makes... ah, nice try. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, it makes sense. That's I, I totally get it. So you're popping an action point to do this. To do this, yeah, because I had to do two move actions <clears> to get to an area where I could successfully pull him adjacent, and the adjacent square would be over the pit, right? All right, yeah, wish me absolutely. Uh... 14 against Will. Although, what do I have any stackers here? Let's see if you got any he stackers. Has, he has a negative 2 to attack rolls, is all yeah. his spots, I think, right? Yeah, so that's going to miss. Damn it. That Good was try. A, that was a very nice try, though. Very nice. What, what's that against? Will. Will. It's, again, it's against his Will. Are you including your plus 1 because you already knew what you were doing? Even with that. Uh, <clears throat> Tally, your turn. Gotta try. Um, well, I was. Oh, I'm moving over here, I suppose. And then I'm going to use my Savage Rend. So, 19 against Reflex. 19 against Reflex will hit. Good. That's good news. I like hearing that it hits. So, D8 plus 4 is 8, and he slides back a square. Ooh, okay, so you race up to him, 
and you attack him with this this savage claw maneuver, and uh, he gets hit in the chest and stumbles back. Now he stumbles out of that zone that you created last turn, mm-hmm. which does what to him? I don't think it does anything to him if he moves in it. I think it does something. He if, moves out of it. If he moves out of it. That's what he just did. Any enemy that enters the zone or starts its turn there takes fire damage equal to your wisdom modifier. Okay, so he took... What's your wisdom modifier? My wismod is... Three. Okay, so he did take three damage last turn. Okay. Alright. Anything else? I don't want to be... (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't he resist the fire damage? I can't believe I said that. Oh, was that fire damage? Oh, sorry, guys. Well, that's a horse of a different color. I'm sorry. And yeah. I, I think I should get some type of a buffer for being yeah, honest. Yeah, should we get some sure. honesty buffer? Yeah, honesty like buffer. That? You have earned my respect. Yeah, well, that... <laughs> 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 well, aren't we all just thrilled about that? <laughs> aren't we all thrilled about respect points? My undying... Thank you for tussling our hair and calling us junior. No, that's not it at all. That's, that's points for being honest, man. That that means I can trust you. I like can that. Can I still <laughs> shift forward a square or no? Uh, you move to be there. I move to be there, yeah. Yes. Uh, Rick, okay. it's your turn. Okay, uh, I have a question. Is there any chance I can move away from him and not have him do a reactionary attack or anything you like that? You can shift one square, yes. Uh, and, like, shift. Like, I can shift here. One square. I can shift there or there, or just there? Any direction you want. So I can go there? Yeah. Just want that clear. I just wanted to make sure, because I want to get out of his grip, but I also... if I'm, Can I pop a healing surge right now, or do I have to wait until my next turn? <laughs> you uh, can pop a healing surge, but uh, that means that that's going to take up your attack action. Uh, yeah. Alright. Yeah. We'll pop, pop a healing surge just so I'm not bloody anymore. Popping a healing surge. And you are up to 22. And you have seven surges left. Are you done? Yes, sir. Valis's turn. Uh, still a being of living flame. Uh, he is immobilized, I believe, until Trixie's next turn? Or is it save ends? It says save ends, because I did my, I did my uh, daily. Okay. Okay. <coughs> so I will roll a saving throw after this. He's going to take that big chain of his and start whipping it around his head again. And he's going to swing at Galford. I knew it. Oh, my gosh. And this is... Nice knowing you guys. D20. <laughs> Plus 10. 16 versus against <gasps> what? Reflex. Battle hits. Two deaths in two episodes. Wait! We haven't... You haven't died quite yet. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to make... I guess... The, let me see. This would be an acrobatics check, I believe. Okay. Let me, let me make absolutely sure here. You have a plus three to acrobatics. Wait, this will be athletics, because it's climbing, jumping, swimming, that kind of thing. So, I have a number. 
Let's say it's 10. If you, if you roll a 10 or higher, you're, he's pulling you to the adjacent square, which is the pit. But okay. uh, if you roll a 10 or higher, you will cling onto the ledge. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and roll your, your throw. Crit miss. Son of a bitch. Oh. Oh, oh dear. What does that mean? I'm dead. Uh, no. That means that Galford is. Hmm. Uh, fall damage. Yes. The, fall damage. Okay. There's. Okay. Here's what's gonna happen. Galford is at full health, so he has that at least. Yes. Uh, so he is dropped into the pit. Why is Galford in the pit? There's dead. There, maybe. We don't know. Hold on a second. Um, firstly, ask Dan if he wants to sit down next week. <laughs> ask Dan if he wants to join. I will ask two. him once he's, in, once he's in the air-conditioned car. Yes. Okay. Uh, Valis swung that chain around, and... Uh, so here's what's it. first. I got to roll damage for Valus's attack. So that's a flat D10. Eight. Eight damage. Okay. Here's how this is going to work. Uh, what's going to happen here is uh, Galford's going to fall into this pit, regardless. Now, this is a sixty-foot drop. Now, the rules for D&D state that for every ten feet, I got to roll a D6. So that's six d sixes. No, what I'm gonna, not. what I'm gonna do is, uh, I'm gonna shave one of those off because there are bodies to break your fall. So I'm gonna roll five d six. Okay. Oh man. I love you, Galford. Seventeen damage. You's not dead. Oh <laughs> He's not God. dead. So, here's what happened. Uh. You watch Valis whip this chain around him, and this bear trap thing just kind of latches on, and he pulls back. Uh, Valis lets the chain go after after Galford is within grabbing distance. Galford drops into the inky blackness, and you don't see what happened to him. For all intents and purposes, to this group, Galford just died. You just watched him get murdered. And I scream, um, "Avenge me!" <laughs> Actually, no, it's more like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Baran, it's your turn. Stupid action point. Okay. Um, what's, uh... Sorry, do you want to remind me what's going on with this zone right here? Uh, that's for that's for him, if he moves into it or out of it. Okay, so if I move into there, am I going to... No. Like get yeah, you're fine. A sunburn or anything? No, okay. No, um, it only involves those that are enemies. Okay. Um, the crowd goes nuts, by the way, when when Galford get just blood, blood, blood. That's what they keep chanting. Of course they do, because they're. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm I'm gonna use my moment of glory. Moment of glory. Oh, so yes. you're gonna push me? That's fine. No push, Trixie, but push me. Oh, no, you're not. It's uh, it pushes him. Uh, you can't fire through teammates. I can't. Oh, I can't. Oh, damn. Okay, sorry. No. Even if it's arranged? Oh, Even it's, if it's okay. arranged. So just okay. especially yeah, if it's arranged. Yeah, okay. 
Um, He's going to fall on Galford. (laughs) Now, if he goes back more than one square, technically no. I'm counting on Galford not being dead and crawling himself away because he's a smart man. (laughs) Um, Okay. Here we go. 25 will hit. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Galford. (laughs) (laughs) Look out below. (laughs) So uh, that's going to push him three squares. So one, two, three. He also gets to roll twenty-one. And I knock him. And I knock him prone. Oh, prone. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Prone's a different story. Because you've knocked him prone, uh, he's just going to be jettisoned back into the inky blackness. He doesn't even get a chance to. She just knocked the shit out of him out of anger. Fuck you! You hit my friend. (laughs) So to be accurate, I think you may have pushed him. No, no, that's right. Never mind. I miscount. I was including the square he was on. Yeah, so, yeah. So, one, two, three, and that's... He's knocked into the pit. And you kind of hear him bounce around as he... Like, he's he's flung back, and he kind of hits the wall and falls down. And just screaming the entire way down. And then silence. Except for the crowd, who is just loving it. Just, oh my god! Because Valus has never been defeated, and... He's never even looked weak in combat. So, he may have taken one of you. It's another story where they took one of you, but you guys prevailed. Braneth um, just, like, keels over and and proceeds to vomit, like, right there in the arena. I, I, I can't believe what just happened. So, uh... I'll turn my back to it. I can't look at it. Trixie, roll a perception check. Um, okay. Um, hold on. <laughs> what is that again? <laughs> uh, I'm just sitting here, like, staring at Brandon, like, what do I do? Oh, God. Perception. So, uh, okay, it's just down. a flat D20 for you. There we go. Oh, just D20. Fine. I'm not perceptive at all. Two! Yeah! <laughs> you are in an arena. <laughs> Trixie just became aware of where she's at. <laughs> There's ground... And walls and people. <laughs> uh, so the guards, the guards race back out in the field, and it doesn't appear as though they have another, they have another fight for you scheduled right now. They figured that was that that would have been enough. So uh, they race back out in the field and surround you, uh, shackle you back up, and escort you back through the room where they take away your weapons. They they, they take all your armor away and then place them back in these little cubby holes like uh, and they take you back to the prisoners quarters now let's take away all the people that are now dead or gone alright so is is Ballas dead? Uh, you are not sure uh, you do know that uh, I know, I'm in an arena. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got this. Uh, yeah, after that perception roll, she's like, oh, okay. And like, she just, just that, finally. Um, after a while, like, you guys, you're, you're, you're back in your cell. And uh, the, the mood's pretty, pretty low. 
and after a time you hear the clip-clopping of guards. And... Can I say something before they actually get there? Sure. Um, Tal is actually going to approach kind of Valis's area, and regardless of whether or not the other characters can catch her doing it or not, she is going to make a prayer specifically for him. Hmm. Um... So the, the, the you hear the guards approach the door again, and they unlock it, and they kind of toss in Galford. Uh, Galford's leg appears to be shattered. Oh my gosh! Uh, just, just shattered. Just like it. Just uh, he's in a tremendous amount of pain, and. Uh, and clinging to clinging to life, and the guards just kind of toss him in, and then lock the door behind them. And um, Baranith, make a perception check. Uh, okay. Um, Don't get a two. I will try <laughs> not to get a two. A nine. She did not get a two. Okay, those were definitely guards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No doubt about it. They were guards, and you saw them. Um, you also uh, th- you notice they're, they're, they 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 appear to be coughing a lot, like uh, like they they have a cold, something like that. Uh, one dramatically so. Uh, as they're leaving the room, he has to pause and kind of catch his breath, like he's he's coughing up bits of lung or something. Like it's it's really bad. Uh, and then they lock the door and walk away. And. Um, Galford's just kind of laying there uh, right in front of the door. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say to um, uh, Rickus and Trixie, like, you know, help me help me carry him over, um, you know, to somewhere comfortable to lay. Like, let's just get him away from the door and get him somewhere comfortable. I just nod and say, oh, and, you know, start walking towards him. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. Okay. So you you kind of drag him. Um, that 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 hay is is available now. That if you want to use Valis's pile of hay, something like that. I'm gonna call over to Tala and get her and and say, hey, like bring bring some of that straw over here so we can uh, we can lay him on on something comfortable. On it. Um, I'm gonna look at Galford and I'm. I'm, I'm assessing him for signs of life and, and just how alert he is and, you know, Galford, wake up, talk to me, like um, just I'm just shaking him to see if he'll wake up um, I'm checking to see if he's breathing Heal check, maybe? Um, yeah, do a heal check Even though we're not in combat, like, this is pretty severe, so I was gonna what, say, did, I have, I have what am I, like, what See, no, I wasn't quite sure on uh, last time we talked. Like, when when I'm rolling a heal check, what am I rolling for? Like, what's um, that for me? You, uh, it's one of your skills. So it's yes. just like perception, something like that. And your heal skill should be fairly high. So you have a plus 11. Yeah. yeah. So roll a d20 plus 11. 24. Okay, so that's going to be your cursory once over. Like, you're going to heal him, like, to, to help him, like, get his shit together, fix his leg, that kind of thing. And Okay. His leg is still going to be in pain and everything, but it's not, like, bone's going to be sticking through and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be under control. He's not going to bleed to death. He's not going to, nothing like that. But uh, Okay, so I'm going to... Yeah. Is he in pain? You betcha. 
Okay, so I'm I'm I've kneeled over him and I'm I'm praying over him and doing my healing mojo um, to to help heal his leg. Okay, uh, Galford, you are conscious, by the way. Okay, so Galford will um, will try to lift his head and you know uh, is sort of fluttering his eyes and, and breathing heavily and just sort of moans and just says you know Phallus like Phallus and, and tries to sit back and doesn't really finish what he was talking about. He's obviously in terrible pain. And he's, he, as, he, as he lays his head down to, he sort of looks into the corner of the room where uh, Katie and Syl were. Uh, uh, Rikus will look at Galford as he's trying to speak and just kind of gently nod his head and look down at Galford and just remind him that he's in a lot of pain and he should be trying to rest and not really overexert himself. Um, I, I'm going to ask Galford... You know, you know, why are you calling Valus? What did you see? Is Valus still alive? So Galford just stares up at the ceiling and just starts to 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 laugh and sort of shake. Like he's sort of shuddering and you know, almost like he's kinda of trying to laugh through a, a you know, like a frightened sob. He's sort of like <laughs> like staring at the ceiling and, and uh, you know, doesn't answer the question. Can I roll insight on that? Sure. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, Galford, what's up? Basically, what's what's what was behind that? Give it up. And Galford just says, "You're you know, muted." Sorry. I, 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 fe- I fell, I fell, and I fell, and that's all I see when I close my eyes is falling. But I saw him hit. I saw him hit, and I knew it was you that knocked him in. How did you know it was me? I just knew it. I knew it was you. Just like I know Rikus, I know you. And then Galford falls silent. These are the ramblings of... of a crazy person. I'll punch the wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Tal is obviously upset by this. Um, it appears as though they're done with you for the day. Whatever whatever their plans are for you for the day, they're 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 done. Uh, people are going home. That was kind of you know uh, the festivities for the day. So whatever you guys would like to do before you go to sleep, let me know. Uh, the room's empty and kind of quiet, uh, except for whatever. Uh, the the room's four people short. Essentially, uh, you guys are you guys are it. The five of you. So. Uh, I'm gonna uh, kind of I'm gonna hide I'm, I need to sit in the corner um, and and I'm just I'm sitting crouched I'm just like holding my knees to my chest and I all I can do is just shake my head in, in utter disbelief of, of what I've done today um, that I've I've fought with with Katie and Syl that that I killed Syl that I I I think I killed Valis and it completely breaks my heart because I came from just one day wandering through the city and by some freak accident I've I've become a healer who's who's become a murderer 
um, and I just I sit and and I try to meditate and I try to rest. I'll move back to my old spot, or if I need to move slightly elsewhere, where I can like flick between looking at Valis's spot and where Galford is. So did did Tala take all of the hay from where he was? Or just some of it? No, I just took some. <clears throat> Alright, Trixie's gonna... I'm gonna walk over there and take as much of it as I can carry and bring it over to Branith and just set it down next to her and put my hand on her shoulder and smile and then walk away because I know she wants to be alone. Before uh, Trixie <clears throat> is, is out of earshot, I, I tell her thank you. I just smile and I walk away. So Galford pushes himself up on his hands so that he's kind of sitting forward. I mean, his injured leg is still, uh, you know, he's, he's favoring it badly. And he kind of slides himself with his hands back up against the wall so that his head and his, uh, and his back are up against the wall. And he's kind of looking up at the, uh, the ceiling and he says, do you know what it sounded like? And then he uses his ghost sound ability to make this wet, loud, smacking sound mm-hmm. echo through the entire room. Okay, that's it. I'm going over and smacking the shit out of him. Uh, Rikus will stop Tala before she does that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Reflex to avoid him? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Let's do that. To hell with it. Um, so Tala is walking over to hit Galford, and Rikus is trying to get in the way to, uh, to, stop, to stop her. Uh, Talamike, let's say, let's make an athletics check. Athletics check? Yeah. See if you can get around him before he can... Uh, my athletics area is blank, so I assume I have a plus zero. Uh, athletics is plus one for you. Okay, because I'm just saying my athletics thing, when I look at it, it's blank for me. That's weird. Shouldn't be. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, well. Thirteen. Uh, Rikus, I doubt I made it. Yeah, Rikus stops you before you can hit Galford. <clears throat> but it's very obvious you were trying. Can I run over and just sit next to Galford? Sure. Like, more or less, like, I'm, I'm not... I'm going to protect him if she tries to come at him again, but I'm just going to sit next to him and not say anything. Sure. I'm just going to quietly protect him. Um, Rikus will walk over to Galford and, and kind of kneel down to him while he's leaning up against the wall and look him straight in the eyes, or what eyes he might have open at the time and and regardless if Galford can really hear him or completely understand him in his state he, he just gently puts his hand on Galford's shoulder and says uh, I know we've had our differences I know we haven't seen eye to eye on everything and I know a lot of people here really don't like you but uh, you definitely fought uh, up there you, you took a huge risk for us um, he took a huge risk uh, to protect us and it was something that I think uh, cannot be repaid completely. Uh, it's a huge amount of respect to you for going out there and taking a huge risk uh, to, to protect us and bring Valis down into the pits. And, and I, I, I have nothing but respect for you. So Galford kind of softens and lets his shoulders uh, slump a little bit and looks at Rikus and just says, you know, we we had we have to stay alive. You have to stay alive. We've got we have more to we have more to do. And 
I have I've killed a lot of people. I mean, I, I've defeated a lot of enemies, but I haven't killed a lot of people that didn't deserve it. And I am relieved that I was able to finish Katie uh, instead of you. And maybe that fall was my penance for killing her. Rikus will will slowly nod, looking at Galford, listening to every word he says, and, and just acknowledgingly nod at him, uh, saying, we've both seen a lot of intense things in our, our travels. We've both seen a lot of really horrible things, and it, nothing can take away from the loss of a human life. Uh, we do have to stay alive. We have to work together and, and work out whatever differences we may have and understand that we have a greater good to go after outside of any personal uh, uh, goals that we have. So Galford, he, he kind of laughs and, and I mean, as much as he can, because he's still in pain and looks at Rikus and says like, I guess I'm not cut out for the arena as much as you are, right? You know, as much as the rest of us are. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be alive. <laughs> we're, gl- we're glad to see you alive. E- e- even if Tala wants to smack you in the face. That's her way of saying she's glad he's alive, too. <laughs> no, that's her way of telling him, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that, too. Okay, mm-hmm. so, wait one second. Let me get that. And... <laughs> Okay. One more thing in before oh, it's sad down. that I can hear the smug look on your face, Jason. <laughs> Sorry, I. Uh, <laughs> oh. <sighs> can we get one more thing? Can I get one more thing in before we consider the night has ended? Anything you guys want to do right now? Go right ahead. Okay. I'm going to move over to Braneth as well and say to her. The Raven Queen teaches us that we should not have pity for those who die. That does not mean we should not mourn them. And I do mourn them all. <sighs> and I, I look at her and I say, I know you do. I'll, I'll go back to my spot otherwise. <laughs> and I'll Except squeeze... Goodbye. <laughs> I'll squeeze one more thing in there. Uh, Rikus will uh, approach Baranith and, and also kind of get down... Because I, I, I assume she's kind of leaning against the wall and resting, so he'll kind of get down on her level and kind of look her straight in the eyes, just like he did Galford, and just say, um, "I know, I know, this is a really tough time for you. Um, I, I know, I know you're emotionally distressed. This is something that's not only violated your mind mentally, but also uh, physically, as we saw loud on the arena floor and uh, uh, emotionally." Um, it's this is not a good situation we're in we're definitely we're in deep right now we're in a lot of trouble right now um but we we gotta stay focused um we that was the most amount of teamwork that we've had since we we've started this journey together and whether we all like to admit it or not we're, we're in this together and we gotta fight together and gotta stay together so i i will just say that as much as emotional distress as you have right now I know how you're feeling I truly do and 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 we will get through this together I I don't I don't understand how you can be so optimistic like 
it, I it, I know you say you know how I feel, but like I don't. I think you don't think you could appreciate like the gravity of this situation. Like how how do you know we're gonna make it through this? Like where can you get that kind of strength? It's I, it's difficult to explain. Um, I, I this is just this is such an emotionally distressful situation. Uh, we're all we're all at our uh, heads deep in emotions and distress and difficult situations and bloodshed and going out there and killing other human beings or other other creatures is definitely not a humane mentality to hold on to but we it's i'll be honest with you i don't know if we're gonna make it out of here uh that's that's the truth uh i I won't lie to you um but it's it's my past experiences it's the faith i have in myself and our group that is giving me the ability to say we will get out of this alive and we will get through this uh Otherwise, if we can't stay positive, we've already lost the battle. Braneth just, you know, sighs and and looks at the floor, and 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 says to Rickus in a very uh, in a low voice um, that there was a day that I vowed that, that I would I would be a helper. I would. I would make it my life's purpose to help those in need and protect those who would be hurt and exploited. And that was the day that I met all of you. And since then, look what's happened. You know, how many people have I killed? I I just... I'm... I look at all of this and it just seems so hopeless. Um, I'm, I'm glad at least I've got you by my side in this. Um, at least one of us can see, um, see some hope in this situation. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Um, so heavy. Rikus, Rikus will just lightly pat her on the shoulder, nod, and look at her and say, if, if you ever need to talk about this stuff and, and want to work it out out loud, uh, uh, anytime we're in here or anytime we're alone privately, uh, I'm all ears. So Sorry, if, out, of, out of character, if I had like another half of my BFF necklace, I would totally give it to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Slash agree. Can we can we all light ship in on a craft check for BFF necklace? <laughs> <laughs> can we make a craft BFF necklace check? DNR BFFs. Oh goodness. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else you would like to do before you go to sleep? Get some tissues so I can stop crying. Uh, how's Galford doing? I'm good. I'm kind of peering over Trixie's shoulder, trying to <clears throat> observe the conversation, but I can't hear it. Uh, as you all are emotionally and physically drained, uh, you all just kind of find a wall to slump against, or uh, a spot of hay to kind of curl up on, and uh, you try to you, you try and get some kind of sleep, knowing that. Tomorrow will probably bring some new kind of horror in the arena. Uh, 
you, you find it very difficult to get any kind of rest, though, because um, the the guards patrolling the hallways are constantly kind of coughing and choking, and just uh, you hear them every once in a while spit or or something like that. Uh, and then after a while, it, it just kind of dies down, or you you ignore it, and you all manage to uh, you all manage to doze off for the evening. And uh, you awake the next day at dawn. <clears throat> that solitary, that solitary window uh, against the wall where Baranith is laying. There's a small window about ten feet up uh, with bars on it, and it, it it illuminates that portion of the room a little bit. Just a nice streak of light comes in, and it's uh, it's 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 nice that it kind of gives you a little hope. That little bit of sunlight each morning. Uh, normally, uh, around this time, uh, the guards would be in to toss you your bucket o slop to eat, and uh, you would get ready and start the day. Uh, today, though, no one comes, and no one gives you anything to eat. And minutes and minutes and minutes goes by. Minutes turns to hours, and... You're you're finding it a bit odd. Can someone do a perception check to see if we hear anything outside the door? You sure can. Uh, I don't have a good perception, but I can try it. I might realize we're in a <laughs> I room. Say, I, I just <laughs> guys, I don't want to freak you guys out, but uh, we're in a <laughs> we're, we're in a dungeon-looking thing. Hey, you can I'm ask me with a plus nine if I want to do it. I'm pretty sure I'm breathing air. <laughs> and see if there's anyone out there. Sure. I honestly, I can't remember the last time we actually had a good perception check. Like, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, I just so want to say that Trixie actually, when she woke 28? up, it was on uh, Galfrey's. Just kind of. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure I perceived something. You sure do. <laughs> Tala creeps up to the door, and uh, she she kind of presses her ear against it and and listens. Uh, and you hear absolute dead silence. And more to the point, you're not hearing any rumble from the crowd. You're not hearing any... You're hearing nothing. Dead Sunday. silence. <laughs> we Everyone's know what day church. of the week it is now. Um, that is extremely odd. There hasn't been a day... That there, there, there hasn't been some noise. There ha- yes, it's a big city. It's, it's, it's really odd that there would be no noise. Hmm... Okay, you guys, somebody's got a roll to try to pick that lock. Can, I believe would it be a good time to do an arcana Would it be a good time to do an arcana check on one of each other to see if we can find out anything about what the um Well, you've already tried that. That okay, would be we already tried that. We, yeah, yeah. That, that would be a kind of thing where, you know, yeah, you you character-wise you would have always like, "Well, I don't know what this is." That would be, yeah. Okay. Lock picking, however, uh, you have never tried that on that door, and I believe that'd be a tricksy thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would uh, be tricks there. Trixie, do you so think it would be a good it... idea to try to break open the door? Sure. You can also try and bang it down. Um, what is that? Thievery? Thievery is. I have a plus thievery? three. Do you have a plus six in thievery? Me? Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm, gonna... you're looking at I'm on the wrong one. I'm staring at Calford. <laughs> Alright, um... Alright. 
25. 25. Um, nice. Using uh, just various bits of things around the room, uh, you manage to cobble together a makeshift lock-picking system. Uh, and the door, uh, with a loud click, after a few minutes of you working on it, uh, swings open ever so small, ever so slightly. Uh, you guys are free to leave this room if you want. Now, um, um, Alfred's pretty short. Uh, can I break apart Valis's chair or a piece of his table just to try and make myself a little bit of a cane just in case <laughs> I'm having trouble ambulating? You absolutely can. Because okay. that's adorable. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't the other so thing, wouldn't that be like another, no, I suppose that wouldn't necessarily be a heel thing for Baranith, but she would be able to make a splint with a chair leg. Um, here's the thing. If you want to just bust off a leg of the, the uh, like, table leg, something like that, and use that as a cane, you absolutely can. Or Baranith can use a heel check and make you guys a makeshift splint. Um, I think I'll just probably use a chain because it sounds like she's set the bone pretty well yesterday, so uh, yes. you know, I'm, I'm actively healing, I'm not you, in danger. Yeah, being you're mostly sore. So. You're mostly just hurt and sore. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll grab one just so in case I'm slowed I'll have a, have a cane as well as potentially a weapon, a very weak one. Um, so as a penalty for your leg being hurt, um, go ahead and sh- you're going to shave off two to your speed. So you're, you're hurt, you can still move. You're not slowed, it's just we're going to shave two off your speed. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so you guys are venturing out into the hallway, correct? Sorry, before we venture out, um, I, what kind of healing can we do? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, you guys rested for the night, so you guys are all going to get back everything that you lost yesterday. So that is one good thing about this. Right. Um, now, the second question I have is I'm, I'm suspicious about this cough that everyone seems to have um, and that uh, they started coughing uh, the day before we are suddenly unguarded in our dungeon. Um, I, can I cast like a prayer or a spell over everyone to protect us? against this. <laughs> what, what about a nature check to see if this is something in the natural world and not magical? Um, if this was spores or something, or mold, or... I, I get what you're going for, but that's not really yeah. a nature check. Okay. That's more of an arcana yeah. thing. Like, you're just trying to, like, like a sniffer dog, just like, hmm, just trying to pick up anything. Um, but there's really, you're not checking against anything yet, because you haven't encountered anything yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, can I can I rip off a little piece of my clothing, dip it in the water, and hold it over my mouth like a mask? You can rip off as much of your clothing as you like. Yes. All that right. Is, that is a free action. You could be <laughs> nude if you wish. This is going to be the oh second. Where are you going? I'm, I'm just letting him know he has time. the choice. I'm. Okay, so I'm going for assless chaps. So that's the assless time chaps. Assless chaps on uh, group two. Oh, gosh. No, I'll, I'll tear off a small piece of my kind of undershirt and uh, wet it rinse it out, and then kind of hold it over my mask or over my face like a, um, a breathing mask. Okay. I, I recognize that as a very good idea, so I will do the same. Okay. Anybody else want to do that? Sure. Sure, everyone does it. Does everybody yeah. want to do that? It's a fad. Okay. We want a match. Everyone, everyone did that. So, um... You venture out into the hallway... 
Uh, and immediately you remember that there are there are two ways to go. You can hang a right, or you can hang a left. Uh, you remember that left uh, will lead you to the arena, and right uh, will lead you to uh, other other uh, little dungeons like yours and the pits and things like that. So now, where where, where are our you... weapons? Are they? They would be towards the arena. Towards the arena. Okay. Um, Before my, we open my up su- the guard barracks, maybe we should get some weapons. My suggestion is we go collect our weapons and our armor. Okay, so uh, venturing out into the hallway, uh, you 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 get out of the hallway and then you hear the first noise that you've heard since since the day began, and that's this this rhythmic thumping coming from the right side of the hallway. But it, it sounds distant. It sounds like down the hallway. And it's coming from uh, one of the doors. And it's just this rhythmic thump over and over and over. And then after a few uh, few seconds of that, uh, the, the thumps get faster and faster. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Uh, would you like to continue uh, to the arena? Might as well. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if we're hearing it from the right-hand side, might as well go to the opposite. Okay, so uh, you are heading You are heading left. Uh, the door to the arena is locked. Uh, well, that's... that. The, the You recognize that door as being the one that leads into that alcove where all of your stuff is tucked away in those cubby holes. So, uh, you can either bash it down, attempt to bash it down, that is, or uh, pick the lock. Yeah, where's that lock-picking device? Trixie! Don't call Trixie a device. (laughs) Hey, guys. I meant it in the nicest possible way. So, you got... Hold on. Okay, well, a 23. Okay. Um, Just to let you guys know, you can roll to help her, too, you know. Anybody making a check... I think she's got it. Trixie's got got this this shit, though. Uh, Again, after a few few moments of her fiddling with this and and working with it, uh, it's kind of cumbersome... It's not as good as her actual lockpicking gear, but uh, after a few moments of this, uh, the door uh, gives a loud click and springs open. Uh, and you guys can muscle in there and, and get your stuff. So right now, you are in... Uh, you are you are in that room, that, that cubbyhole room. So it's this large spherical room. And the gates to the arena are right there, and they are these huge double doors, and they're locked shut. Uh, all of your gear is there. I'm guessing you're going to want to put on all your stuff, and you are outfitted again. Yep. Yep. Is there yep. anyone else's gear in there? Um, there's lots of standard standard weapons and stuff, but uh, uh, Syl, Katie, Tholomon, Valus, all their gear is missing. Uh, so the rest of it is just like here's a short, uh, here's a sword, here's a shield, that kind of stuff. Anybody specialized? Yeah, because uh, their gear was probably on them whenever yes. they absolutely whenever they died. Was. So well, it doesn't mean that they wouldn't use it. They wouldn't reuse the stuff. Oh yes, that's that. Yeah, I I, I get what you're saying, but uh, whatever, they're still in the pits. And yeah, yeah they're still so. in the pits. No one's gone down there to clean them because apparently everyone died while we were sleeping. Apparently, <coughs> or as far well, as I'm just, no. I'm just probably wondering the carriers. Of some horrible disease, so it's probably us inflicting everybody with this, but um, 
can we do some type of engineering or perception check in the cubby here to see if there's anything else of use? Maybe somebody left like a protein bar? Uh, you could definitely do a perception check. Alright. Uh, well, hey, I'm not going to do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're in a room! <laughs> it's a box! Again, I only suggest I roll it because I have a 9 perception. Go yeah, ahead. Like that. Okay, that was an epic fail. It's that a box! A, that's a, <laughs> um... This is not an arena. That is, you are not a. Uh, you don't notice anything of use in that room. Um, uh, you are hearing movement outside, though. Oh man! I'm hearing Can I movement like towards the arena outside, or like from the direction we came from outside? Uh, you're hearing movement from the arena outside. Uh. Alfred's going to take a step back away from the door. Okay. He uh, he just seems reluctant to go back to the arena. Totally um, up to you guys what you'd like to do here. Can I roll another perception of just, like, the room and the noises I'm hearing outside? Uh, go for the noises you're hearing outside, because one was already rolled, uh, rolled for the room. Okay. Can I aid her? 25. You could have, yes, before she rolled. <laughs> um, 25. Uh, what you hear outside... Uh, sounds like shuffling. Uh, it 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 doesn't sound like uh, like it doesn't sound like anyone fighting or running or even in the crowd chanting. Uh, what it sounds like is moaning. Um, okay, uh, who's got good stealth? Do you think we could open that door or crack Trixie, and see? That would be me again. Um, I want to. S- you're gonna have to pick that lock first. There. Well, the one thing is, is remember that that uh, the city of Onakal was just visited by potentially necromancers from uh, House Darkspain, so we could be walking into a sea of undead. Yeah, that's my big worry. Oh, that's Jesus. why I'm hesitant to open the door. I'm more towards towards that rhythmic thumping thing. Now, there, there potentially is more to this complex, um, which could mean guard barracks, which could mean supplies, which could mean an alternate way of exiting the building, as opposed to walking out into an arena that's like a mosh pit of fucking zombies. The yeah, thumping... Plus, I mean, there's got to be a higher ground that we can get to that maybe, if it is a mosh pit of zombies, then maybe we'll be above them. I mean, or going back into the complex, too. The thumping, what it could be is it could be Valus in the pits, still alive, thumping against the side of the wall or something. And I wouldn't mind going and having a chat with him. Like I would, I would like to get to Valis, and I would like to get somewhere, you know, intact, alive. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't want to go through that door. I think we're walking out into a sea full of undead. Okay. No we arena. One li- we haven't seen one living soul since we left our cell, and this place is usually buzzing with people. Okay, so are we? We're going to turn around. We're going to head towards rhythmic thumping, the direction of the pits, and all. I mean, it might be a rave. Everybody's at a rave, like underground. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll just do a bunch of ecstasy and like have a big orgy with my assless chest. Uh, if it helps, it sounds like. Does that? Does that? Someone getting it on? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to save that question just because I know it probably wasn't the most appropriate question, but you made it sound like it there. Rickus is totally into dubstep. <laughs> so are we going? Wub 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 wub. Uh, so are we going to the back to the right then? 
Uh, you are... The, the, the other way to head is back down the hallway where you came. Yeah. Okay. Talatrix, are you okay with trying that? Yeah, Trix, she's... I'm thing? willing. Okay. <clears throat> so, heading back down the hallway... <laughs> whoa, there whoa, we whoa, go. Whoa, whoa. Heading back down the hallway... Um, you are walking past the room that you were led to... Uh, that that uh, Trixie and Galford were led to to speak with the guy from House Darksbane. And then uh, further beyond that is the door that leads down to uh, the, the, the door that leads down to the pits. Uh, do you want to... Uh, so you're creeping up to the door where the thumping has come from. Which door was that? That, that was is the, the... That would be the door all the way at the end of the hallway, the one that you know leads to the pits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it locked? Uh, it is locked. Yes. Uh, um, perception check would be nice. Yeah. For the for you know whatever noise whatever we can gather on the other side of the door. Right. Who wants to roll that? I only have a plus three. Like I'm I'm an eight. eight. I'm Brandon, a nine. You're, you're the only one that really cares if Alice is alive. So maybe uh, if it that is That's hitting. not true. You don't know that. Uh, well, the only one who's demonstrated visible, um, I guess... Interest. Interest. Still waters run deeper with Tala. 16. Okay. Uh, you you notice the door's vibrating a bit? Like, every time it's being thumped, like, it's, it's kind of jutting outward. Um, almost to the point of being beaten down. Uh, and it... It sounds desperate on the other side of it. It's just thump, 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 thump. Can we uh, call out to whatever's behind it and see if it'll respond? You absolutely yeah. can. Like, call out and, like, you know, hey, Dallas, is that you? And if he responds, you know, we can say, hey, hold on a second, we're going to try to open the door for you. And maybe that'll get on his good side, even though we did send him down there, <laughs> that we're trying to let him out. It occurs to Baranith that that could be Valis on the other side of the door, and and she she goes right up to the door, puts her both her hands on it, and says and and shouts, "Valis, is that you?" Galfred's going to pull out his rod right now. As Baranith uh, places her hand on the door and speaks to it, a fist shatters through from the other side, uh, and it's just this red claw. Uh, just beating and continuing to hammer, even though the fist has gone through, it's hammering at the hole and it's getting larger and larger. Uh, and uh, after Baranith speaks, a number of other uh, fists start striking the door from the other side. So now the hammering is constant. It's it's almost like a drumbeat up and down the door. Uh, and you're watching the door fall apart in front of you. So I'm pretty sure that's not Valis. I'm pretty sure it's not the blue man group doing that fuck. It's the red man group to run. It's the red man group. Oh my god. Rikus will get down in a... (laughs) Rikus gets down into a fighting position holding his hammer and says it's time to dance, I guess. Time for the next door. Like, are we doing this? Are we fighting our way this way? Are we going to try to... See, I can use my 
prestidigitation again, huh? To uh, to like create a shower of sparks or something to see see have that burst in front of the door, and we could run back down the hallway, or I could, with my cane, you know, hobble like Yoda. I mean, we we have this. We're right here. That door is being beaten in. I feel like John Madden right now trying to describe this. If the only we have this other door that we didn't try. It's in the same hallway, and then the other way we didn't want to go because we thought it was filled with undead. You know, if we go here, at least at least uh, Trixie and I have been in this room, so we know there's a table there. We could always tip it over as a defensive position, um, and I don't remember if there was any other way out of that room. Well, I was but... going to say, we also have to look at the fact that we really don't have much of a chance of actually, like, truly hiding from these people because I think they pretty much know that someone's over there. However, if these are un- if these are undead, if Valis died on impact, and if he's been brought back as some type of undead creature, which I really don't want to fight that, um, and there's other undead crawling out of the pits, because remember the pits were full of bodies, if we can open this door quickly before they bust through, get behind it and shut the door, uh, maybe they will disperse amongst the hallway. Well, or isn't there a way, can- like, maybe we could run down the hallway and kind of, like, if we can get into that room, you can use that, like ghost sound to make whatever it is follow they, they can follow that ghost sound down the hallway further in hopes that it'll just lead it lead them you know past us so they won't notice that we ran into that room yeah or we could always go back into our cells and shut the door yes and lock yeah. ourselves like, in cells yeah, that, was, that was my like big <laughs> thing we'd corner ourselves yeah we don't have a key to get out yet the only places where we know there are probably no foes are here and here uh, the arena by the shuffling and no uh, living voices, maybe indicates it's not a great place to go. Um, or uh, this... here, let me let me describe for the folks at home what here and here are. Uh, here okay. would be the cell you guys have been living in, and the the cell you were brought to when you spoke to uh, the guys from House Darkspin. Mm-hmm. Uh, in between that, uh, on the on the drastic right hand side, you're dealing with whatever's thumping against that door, and then from the left hand side, it's whatever is out in the arena. This this door too, they seem agitated. Whereas here, we don't know yet. Um, and then the other two places, which would be our former cell or the room where we met with the fellow from Dark Spain, don't have any enemies in them, as far as we know. Um, the th- you know what, you guys, honestly, we're not we're not getting out of here without a fight. It's other door A or door B. I mean, if we run to the left out towards the arena. They're eventually, like, going to break out of the pits through that door and just come behind us. You know, they... And we might not even be able to pick that lock and get through that door. So, I don't think we can avoid having attention brought to us. Honestly, I think we just... We fight our way through the pits. We just need to make a choice. But, where did, but the pits lead nowhere, though. The pits don't lead to escape. We know there's no way to escape the pits. We've all been in there's there before. N- there's no, like, door on the other side. There's like, no door on the other side. There's no There's no uh, sewer. There's no nothing. We've all been in there. Um, I mean, we know that a bow made out of uh, spider web and, and bones <laughs> won't work either. <laughs> the arena definitely has one space Rest in peace, Solomon. Um, this is the only door that leads to potential freedom because it leads to the outdoors. However, we could try and hide, assuming that these attackers will go past us and, and go out into the arena. So I don't know, freedom or, or concealment. I mean, can I can I try to pick that lock and stealthily open it and look and see what's in the arena? Yes, if you. And that way, maybe a... they might not uh, see open. 
door? Sure. Like, if that way you anyways? absolutely can do that. I'd like if to assist is, her with that before she rules. Sure. If if it is undead, could we do a religion check? For to, to, to find out what? Well, uh, we're talking about breaking that door. Uh, Say well, which one mind. it is. Again, for the people at home who aren't. Yeah, we're talking about breaking back into the arena. Yes. Uh, would it make help? No, because by the time we open the door, we'll find out whatever's on the other side. Never mind. I had to work that out in my head. <laughs> okay, so our, another option is if, if we do roll it, run towards the arena. Like, if there's, there's that little alcove in between the hallway and the arena, we can close the door behind us. Whatever might break through that door in the pits and come after us, at least we would have another barricade behind us between them and us in that alcove. Pick the lock or break down the door into the arena and then try to find a way out through the arena. So we're saying get into the room where our weapons were, the sort of anti-room before the arena. Uh, yeah. Shut the door behind us so our red-clawed undead potential pursuers have another barricade. And then quietly try to pick the next door and see what's in the arena. Yes. I'm okay. all for it. But uh, like, that's, that's assuming we can find a way out of there. And I regret not looking more closely to, to you know, check for exits you know, an alternative exit from that arena. But, I mean, that's a chance. I mean, the only other alternative I see is is trying to get through the window in the in our dungeon where we were we were sitting, and I don't I don't know if there are any windows in that little interview room. Yeah, I, don't I think remember. if there was a window in our cell, it would it'd be a very small barred one. Yeah. Uh, Galford and Trixie remembered that there was uh, a tiny window exactly like. Uh, exactly like the one in your cell in that same inter- uh, the, the the room they used to interview them or yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm inclined to go towards the arena and just fighting our way through there and to try to find another exit. If there are undead, hopefully they'll be fairly squishy and we can knock off a few of them and then run for it. Or we could try the old Rick Grimes, kill a few, cover ourselves with gore and act like zombies and walk through the mess of them. Ooh. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, any objections to going back to the arena, you guys? Nope. 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 Let's do it. Okay. Is that what we're doing? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, so you guys <clears throat> race back down the hallway as the door is being reduced to splinters behind you. Uh, you are racing back down the hallway, and the thing just seems to get longer and longer as you're as you're running back. Uh, the door is torn to sunders behind you and you hear something spill out into the hallway behind you. Can I look back and see? You absolutely can. Uh, Several figures are spilling out of that door. Uh, There's almost it's almost like a porthole in a submarine. Like they have to step over the bits of broken door to get into the hallway. Uh and you see several zombified corpses. Fuck. Uh, some, some of which are in terrible disarray. Uh, some of the bodies have been down there for a little while. It's been uh, a few days since the last cleaning. Uh, among them are a zombified Valus, Sill, Tholomon, and Katie. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Great. Okay, I'm, okay can I... 
<laughs> lockpick the door. Still running, um, still running. So we already o- unlocked the door. To yes, the that door. The, the the door to the cubbyhole room is open. No, the, the door after that. Right. So what do you want to do? So there, they they see you and start uh, not jogging, but it's it's kind of a, a, a some of the some of the. Uh, uh, some of the zombies are moving a little faster than others, uh, especially the recognizable ones. Um, so, I'm guessing you're going to want to slam the door behind you and try to barricade it with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the best you can find in that room are some unused, like, halberds, uh, something you could bar the door with. Uh, but other than that, th- there's no furniture in that room. Okay, Trixie, start picking that lock to get into the arena. I'm assisting, so I need a roll first before she does. Uh, here's what's going to happen with this. Uh, we're going to do a little mini game. Uh, the 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 lock to the uh, the lock to the arena is a little more complex than uh, the other locks because these are two very large double doors. Uh, okay. So what's going to happen is uh, I want you to start rolling, and you need three successes before six failures. Uh, what that means is, uh, if you get six failures before you get three successes, the lock breaks and you can't open it that way. So, so does she roll first or do I roll first? Uh, what happens is, everyone who's going to assist you in the roll, assists you in the roll. Um, and while you're doing that, in between each roll, these zombies are going to start beating on the door. So anyone who wants to try to brace the door can brace the door. You can only do one or the other, though. You're not allowed to assist with the roll for the lockpicking if you're going to assist with the door. So you're saying this is strength versus thievery? Yes. Okay. I have a plus three thievery. Yes. Okay. okay. So I'm guessing... Uh, Here's what we're going to do. Anybody who wants to use their strength to kind of lean against the door and, and bar it, that'll reinforce it against the zombies. So who wants to do that? Uh, I can. Okay. I'm a plus one thievery, but my passive strength is 11. So I guess I'm useful bracing the door. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. You're, it goes by your modifier. We're going by your strength oh. modifier, which should be like zero for you, I think. Oh, my mo- sorry, my modifier. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. We got Trixie, who's going to be picking the lock. We got Galford, who is going to be assisting with that. Now, the way assists work is you roll a flat d20, and if you, it's the same thing with saving rolls. If you roll um, uh, anything above a ten, then you add a plus two to whatever Trixie's going to roll. Okay. A- and if you if you roll under a ten, then you don't you don't assist at all. Uh, okay. The strength check for the door is going to work a little differently. In that case, I'll brace the door with Rikus simply because there should be more than one of us bracing the door. And So I... Rikus and Tal are going to be leaning against this door as the zombies thump at it. And they're going to be doing damage to the door every round. Um, they're going to they're check and lean into the door each time. And I'm going to deduct damage from the door being done based on uh, how well they brace it. So... Uh, okay. First things first, let's start with this lock picking. Okay, so to clarify, it's when uh, Trixie rolls, it's a d20 plus 6 because that's her thievery. However, if the person assisting rolled over 10, you would add 2 to her roll. Yes. Okay, I got it. I got it. So, so all I, the people. So do I roll first, and then he rolls, and then I no. roll again, then he rolls? or No, no, no. They're all going to roll 
Uh, they're all going to roll first. Everyone assisting. Then you then you make your roll and add whatever is so. Okay. Um, you guys are you you have barricaded the door and uh, these these zombies watched you go in there and uh, it doesn't take them long to it doesn't take them long to get to the door behind you and they start cracking and thumping against it uh, and Tala. Uh, Tala and Rikus are throwing their shoulders against it to, to keep it from swinging open. Uh, uh, Galford, go ahead and roll a d20. Uh, so, that's an 8. That won't assist. Baranith, roll a d20. 13, so you'll be assisting. Trixie, go ahead and roll a thievery check. 25. Okay, so that's one success. Um, Rikus, Tala, go ahead and uh, take your strength modifier and then roll a d20. And add that together. Thirteen. And then what's it? I, I'm sorry. What's mine? Your strength modifier is. Let's see here. Details. It's five. Five. Or yeah, it should be five. That's your big thing is strength. So, roll a so d20 plus five. D20 plus five. Yes. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. So uh, that check. Rikus helped bar the door, and the zombies do minimal damage to it. Uh, you do feel the door kind of reverberate as they as they keep striking it, though. Like it's taking effort to keep all of them back. Uh, Galford, go ahead, roll a d20. Twelve, you will be assisting this time. Baranith, roll a d20. Thirteen, you'll be assisting. Trixie, roll a uh, thievery check <coughs> plus four. Okay, wait, that's your thievery check plus. Oh, wait a second, your thievery's four. only a one. Oh, no, six. your thievery's okay. a six. Yeah, uh, yeah, plus, plus four. Uh, that'll be a failure. Okay. Uh, Rikus, Talek, go ahead. Roll again. Okay, that's 20. That's good. Wow! And this time, Talek bars the door, uh, blocks the door with, you know, and uh, uh, Rikus is kind of pushed back a bit. Um, again, a little more damage to the door. You can see where... Uh, y- you can feel it weaken beneath you. You can feel where they're... they're it won't be too long at this rate. Uh, Galford, go ahead, roll a d20. Two. Baranith, roll a d20. 17. Uh, so Baranith's going to be assisting, whispering encouraging words into your ear. Uh, that's going to be a failure. <laughs> so that's 11. Uh, Rikus, Tala, go ahead, roll your, roll your checks. I like how we're all very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can I use my mage hand to put an extra 20 pounds of pressure against the door? <laughs> You're concentrating on helping Trixie yeah. right now. It's a, uh, and, and you guys have entered this situation now where it, it, it's incredibly tense. And uh, that time, neither one of you lean in enough to keep them from dealing a nice amount of damage to that door. So you can see uh, towards the top, it started to splinter and crack beneath the rhythmic hammering of what can only be Valus uh, that high up, because he's the tallest zombie out there. Uh, let's see, Galford, go ahead and roll again. Three. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Galford, you're drunk. Uh, Baranith will be helping with that 18, Trixie. Come on, big money. Yeah! 23. That's a second success. You have two successes, two failures. Um... I feel like we're in a contest on, like, a Nickelodeon game show. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is totally The Price is Right. <laughs> Rikus, Talek, make your checks. Yeah. 17. 
for Tala and ten for Rikus. Oh okay. god. Look, me with my one strength. I seem to be doing so much better. Uh, no, I just with one hand against the door like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Tala, braces, uh, Tala braces the door and keeps it from from uh, uh, flying open. Uh, you, it's taking a lot out of her, though. Uh, and that crack up top is getting... Uh, you, you can see the fracture getting bigger and bigger, and, and the hammering's getting more and more intense. Uh, Galford, go ahead, make a check. One... Jesus. Three. Oh my god. Okay. Neither oh. of you are assisting this time. Trixie, it's all on you. Come on. 25! Yes. <laughs> awesome. Now, here's a question. 25. Trixie, you sneaky, beautiful babe. <laughs> I very slightly bow and then get back to work. <laughs> the lock... Uh, the lock springs open. You hear this large metallic hammer fall, like a click. Um... Do you want to make a stealth check to see what's out there, or are you guys just racing into the arena? I don't think we have a point, a choice at this point. I don't need to do a stealth check. I can if you'd like, but I mean, at this point, it's totally up to you matter. guys. If a stealth I check would be opening the door slightly to have a quick peek, yes. My plus thirteen. Well, we have to go with this perspective too. If she does a stealth check, and there's something bad out there, and I have to try and hold the door. Well, yeah, we have to try to hold the door again, but I'm also thinking of the fact that if we see something bad out there, we got to make a choice. We're either going to be both. taking down an uh, undead Valis, or <laughs> going to be going out to take care of whatever's out in the arena. So it's it's we <laughs> we're stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. I'm Our, hoping I'm... the arena is filled with zombified fans because they're probably like fat, lazy, like wrestling fans kind of thing, and then the zombies <laughs> themselves won't be as skilled as like fighting a zombified Valis, right? So we can push our way through the fat zombified like wrestling fans, um, as opposed to uh, you know actually having to fight warriors that are reanimated from the pits. So even if we fail the stealth check, we're probably still going out into the arena, right? Yeah, we're, one, you guys, we're going out there anyway. Do you want me to roll yeah. it regardless, just to see if yeah? Maybe? Let's just let's just do it, get it done, and then just roll initiative. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, Trixie, after. After after the clicking sound, you you know the door is unlocked. Um, the the sounds in this room are just echoing with the hammer falls of fists and claws and moans from behind the door that Rikus and Tala are bracing. And Trixie pries open this large wooden door, uh, one of the large wooden double doors, and peeks out into the arena and sees dozens and dozens of ghouls. Shuffling throughout the arena, in the stands, uh, everywhere she can make eyesight upon is just littered with the undead. Well, can I do a streetwise check? (laughs) You want to hear the word of the street is? Yep. Go ahead. (laughs) Watch it fail. (laughs) This is an arena full of cool. 25. Uh, word on the street is brains. <laughs> Excellent. And I think that's a good time for us to knock off for today. Oh, gosh. I agree. I, yeah, I don't do in thirty yeah. minutes, but holy crap! So, God. welcome to the big time, guys. You. <laughs> Guys, you are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to being totally fucked. 
Well, then again, we said that about Valus. Then again, Valus is breaking down the door. <laughs> yeah, you're not quite done with <laughs> Valus. Valus behind us. See, along we with killed him, him, but we didn't even really kill him. And, and now you didn't fall all six the feet to your death and splinter your leg like a candy cane. Then again, you didn't die, Galford. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you guys did a fantastic job today. And we're still not allowed to know why Katie and Zoe <laughs> went after us. I don't think you guys are done if you make it out of this city alive. I don't think you guys are done with House Darkspain. No. What was no. your first clue? <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Well, we don't even know the name of the big bad either. Uh, like, Hook knows that guy that talked to us, too. He didn't even tell us his name kind of a secret organization yeah. so that uh, you guys are doing fantastic i just want to say uh you, you did a you did a very very good job this weekend and I, we've covered just a huge amount of ground like i'm i'm really i'm genuinely excited to sit down again like that's going to be so awesome you mean you aren't normally excited to sit down with us i, I mean like there's varying levels Thanks, of excitement Jason. like I'm, I'm excited to see how you guys react to certain things, because you guys react completely different than Group 1. You guys are much more reserved and reactive, and you guys have been placed in a situation where you can't sit back. Like, from the second you've entered the arena, it's like, you don't get a choice to, like, well, we're not going to fight this guy. It's like, okay, well, you're going to die. Like, it, you don't get a choice. And this, especially this, I'm, I, I'm very excited to see how you guys react to certain things. <laughs> 